Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Hello and welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition. It is February 28th, 2023. This is episode 186. I am Eric Peterson, and I'm joined today by Mr. Dan Card. How are you doing, Dan? How's it going? Doing well. How are you doing? I am doing very well. Can't believe we're already through February. Two months down. I know. Seriously. It just seems like 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 this whole year. I, like I said, that, that's such a cliche, isn't it? Oh, this year is flying. But like, seriously, I don't quite understand what happened to it. And we creep ever closer to Into the Box. Yes. <laughs> that's like that my next marker. That point in time we yes. all are just <laughs> narrowing in on, basically. All roads lead to Into the Big Box. Big Bang, <laughs> the, the, the volcano at Pompeii, and Into the Box number 10 is what it is. Those are fixed points in time. <laughs> there you go. I do get the reference, by the way. Um, so nice. thank you to our sponsor, Order Solutions, the makers of all your favorite box products. You can... Say thank you and give back to Order Solutions by liking and subscribing these videos on YouTube. Starring and forking our repos over on GitHub. Subscribing to this podcast in your podcast app of choice. And also, please leave us a review. You can sign up for a free or paid account on CFCast, which is releasing new content every week. Buy some awesome merch in our Box Life store on the Order Solutions website. Or any of our great books like 102 Cold Box Quick Tips and Tricks or Learn Modern Cold Fusion in 100 Minutes. There you go. Cool. Yeah, that's handy. Basically, it's, it's available for free online, but you can also buy a paper copy of it, which is nice. Another way that you can actually support us is to become a Patreon. So we have a, a basically a word of the week when it comes to our Patreons. And this, this week's word is mirthful. Mirthful means full of glee and happiness much like Eric and myself. We have 42 uh, Patreons that are providing 100% of the support for the funding for our Modernizer Diet podcast uh, via the Patreon site at patreon.com slash order solutions. And our second goal is we also are 37% of the way to fully funding the hosting of Forgebox. So not only do Patreons support this podcast, but really kind of under, um, uh, undermine, good grief, they underwrite all of the work that uh, Ordis is doing for the community. And, the, and so it's the, it's the community giving back to itself. So uh, thank you to all of them. And we'll do a list of everyone uh, or most people near at the end. We're getting too long to actually list everybody, but uh, we'll talk more about them at the end of the, of the show. Well, let's jump into some news and announcements. Uh, a lot of in case you missed it this week. So first, we're going to talk about the authentication bypass vulnerability in Mira and Masa CMS. Uh, please, if you use either any of these and you haven't patched, uh, check out the show notes. We have the uh, information on the patch. The technical details of the vulnerability will be released on March 6th. So you're just a few days away if you haven't patched from uh, everybody knowing how to get past your authentication. That would not be good. Again, also so. coming up, the, uh, or not, not, I'm not coming up, but in case you missed it, the State of the CF Union. Uh, 2023 was released. Help us figure out the state of the CF union, what versions of CFML engine people are using, uh, frameworks, tools, um, you know, all kinds of things. This actually is really helpful for people that, uh, for, for, for tool developers, as well as just kind of benchmarking where you are um, with other people that are using cold fusion. Um, 
you know, not so much that you're using the latest and greatest, but if you're 15 versions behind and everybody else is using, you know, a version that's way ahead of yours, you might want to think about upgrading. So it isn't just for, you know, for the tool providers, but for pretty much for everybody. I've also noticed that my video is frozen. So I'm going to stay as absolutely still as I possibly can and see if I can, you know, leverage this in like a world record or something like that, but not tell anybody that I'm frozen. Maybe that's too late. Never mind. Go on. Sorry. Well, at least it's not an embarrassing freeze frame of you. So true. <laughs> Hopefully that comes Gavin back uses here. One is part of his presentations where he's like, and here's Dan, my co-host. And I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't look very good. <laughs> <laughs> Continue uh, on. I think one of my favorite things on the CF union survey <laughs> is always seeing um, mm -hmm. how, how far back people are still running. Um, yes versions of cold fusion because it can be interestingly old let's put it that way yes all right also in case you mm -hmm. missed it the cold, cold fusion summit east is coming up in washington dc and order solutions will be there with our very own luis mahano giving an mvc training workshop cobalt uh cold fusion mvc for dummies so hopefully being called a dummy is okay for you and you can come learn so this workshop will combine a variety of theories, hands-on coding, and best practices to give you all the tools needed to leave the workshop ready to build MVC-powered apps when you return to your office. That is the day beef, two days before, one day before the conference, uh, April 4th, whichever one that is. I believe it goes uh, April 4th with Luis. April 5th, you can come become a ColdFusion certified professional. And then April 6th is the one-day Cold Fusion Summit East. So basically, it's three days of Cold Fusion. You can level up on so many levels. If you wear U2 clothing or a Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, clothing, you will receive a kudos for being culturally aware of what April 4th actually was. All right, let's talk about some new releases and updates. Lucy 6 has released their first beta. And... Um, well, a reminder that beta does not mean production ready. <laughs> mm -hmm. And as you do test your apps, Lucy is asking you to not file new tickets, but uh, reach out on the Lucy Discord or on the CFML Slack, and they will help you triage the problems. They have lots of open tickets they're still working through, um, and that will help them keep down on all the duplicates and the work to manage that board. But um, yeah, cool. they'll be posting more detailed release notes soon, but you can check out the change log for new functions and tags it's uh, will be linked inside the discord post that we have and uh this is exciting we've been waiting for a while to see what lucy has cooked up for version 6 and i'm excited to see all the progress they've made yeah no uh, it's always good to see kind of all kind of, all, kind of what's, all what's going on with, with new releases and stuff excuse me sorry about that um also coming up okay so we have webinars meetups and workshops so this, in case you haven't realized, uh, or, or I've noticed this, but Ortis has been really trying to kind of ramp up our Fridays. So on different weeks, we have everything from the Ortis office hours to uh, some Patreon supported um, uh, best practices. We have our monthly webinar. So the event uh, calendar for that, we're going to post it up, up here in the show notes. Now, normally this would be March 3rd would be a um, office hours. Basically it's a number of people from, uh, it's it's ranged all over the place from, uh, uh, Daniel Garcia, Michael Bourne has been in there, Grant's been in there. Basically, we kind of show up for office hours, and whoever wants to show up and ask questions, we just kind of 
talk through issues, whatever. I say we because I usually show up and I learn a bunch. It's great. However, this week we are not having office hours. Uh, we have a developer retreat down in Houston um, for the order the orders devs, and so we will not be available for it. Um, so that will be not happening this week, but we'll be back up on schedule for next month for the uh, the, the on the office hours. And next week we have something else, although I forget what it is now. But stay tuned. We'll tell you about it next week. <laughs> so although we're sad that we won't be there for office hours, uh, you can all get excited that your favorite box products will be getting lots of new ideas and improvements coming over this this retreat yep. weekend. Absolutely. Let's go over the CFCast updates for this week. We have three new videos in the Mastering Command Box 5 series. They keep on coming. Brad is giving us lots of great things to learn about here. This week, you can learn about the table printer command, the SQL command, and then HTTPS redirects. And I always forget what HSTS stands for. Somebody smarter. HTTP Strict Transport Security. I believe that's the thing that forces uh, SSL. And what is it? I... Hyper... Sorry. Oh no! Just say what say what it stands for again. Something it stands transport. for HTTP Strict Transport Security. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, that's okay. Yes, I think that is the thing that actually triggers that it has to be HTTPS. I feel like that's a tricky acronym. I what I was thinking of with the first letter of the acronym is an acronym. Yes, I, I think that's tricky. It is. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very. I don't know. That's much like you know how there's like 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 there's the derivative of the derivative, whatever. That's like a a a an acronym derivative acronym right there. I think. Right, a little different than the the Linux favorites where they have the is it a recursive or a self referential? Like yes. GNU is not Unix. Is the uh, you know the acronym for GNU? And, oh, yeah. gotcha. Yes. Oh, G. Oh. <laughs> So that's one of the yeah exactly. So in order to reference itself, it had to exist before it could be. That seems like a tautological problem. Anyway, never mind. Okay, we we uh, engineers like those things. We think they're funny. It's our sense of humor. I like it. So uh, yeah, there, there's, there are more command box videos coming, and other great series are in the works for CFCast. So keep staying tuned for that. Cool. All right, so we are flying through today too. All right, so there's Brian, yeah, Brian. All right, conferences and training. Uh, we've got a bunch of things coming up. First of all, GitHub Galaxy, which I still think is one of the best names of a conference. That just seems to ring. Those, in fact, that it's alliterative is even better. I feel like they GitHub might Galaxy. have seen Ordis Galaxy and decided that's cool. We should do it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I it, that's true. It is alliterative, but it is a little bit. Yeah, it's 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 derivative alliterative in ways is what it is. Nice. It's very cool. I got you got a lot of rhyming reference to an alliterative knockoff. Anyway, never mind. Okay, sorry. Wow, I'm in my own little world today. All right, coming up on March 28, 2023 is the GitHub Galaxy. Uh, Say the date for the global enterprise event focused on improving efficiency, security, and developer productivity. Now, this is the formerly known as GitHub in Focus. Um, it says it's a new and imagined conference. Um, there's also the, it's in person and uh, there's a VIP summit near you. So does that mean that they're actually having like satellite locations? Um, I, I believe that is what that means. Cool. Okay. Nice. All right. So you can find out more at galaxy.github.com. 
I am still curious. I want to see like sessions and things if this is um more technically focused or more business focused because they've mentioned it's you know it used to be their enterprise um event. So I don't know. I, I'm just curious. So we'll see. No sessions posted yet, a but question. we'll see as it comes up. Next up, Dev Nexus, April 4th through 6th in Atlanta, Georgia, one of our favorite Java conferences. Uh, you can often find uh, some CFML or maybe even former CFML people hanging out there. Uh, that is, again, April 4th through 6th in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, and if you're not interested in going to Dev Nexus at the same time, you could go to uh, Washington, D.C. for CF Summit East. True. They're not that far apart. You could go to the first two days of Dev Nexus and then zip up to D.C. Except that, uh, for CF Summit East, you got the Ordist on the 4th and you have the Certified Professional on the 5th. So it's kind of the same days. It is the same days. All right. Well, all right. True. We tried. We tried. <laughs> all right. <laughs> However, you can make it to Vue.js Live. So Vue.js Live is located in London, um, May 12th. and It says May 12th and 15th. Um, it's online and in London. It says code, create, and communicate. 35 speakers, 10 workshops. And it says over 10,000 people joining online globally. Um, yeah, sounds pretty cool. But once you get into online, there's really not much, much no interaction. Hey, it could be 10 or 10,000. You don't really know. But either way, it's a pretty good, uh, pretty, pretty good claim. 300 people will, uh, the luckiest people will meet in London, they say. So check out viewjslive.com and you can find out more about it. This seems to be a very Europe-focused summer, I think, when it comes to conferences. This is nice. We had mentioned before, of course, that all roads lead to into the box right now for us. And we have a beautiful new website to show off for the 10th anniversary of Into the Box. You can head to intothebox.org now to check it out. The Ordis design and development teams have done some great work on this. They're in the process of putting up all the information for our workshops. You should see the first of those today, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and others added within the coming week. So great stuff going on. We are reaching out to speakers right now and getting session information to provide that to you as well. So from intothebox.org, you are able to purchase tickets right now. If you click that lovely register link, and we cannot wait to see you at our 10th anniversary into the box. Very true. Now you bring up a really good point. We've reached out to a lot of the speakers, but I believe there's a couple we still have not reached out to. So if you have not heard back from us, don't lose, not much, don't lose, don't lose hope, but don't make alternate plans just yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more view. Uh, viewconference.us in New Orleans in May on May 24th through the 26th. Um, it says Jazz Code and View. Uh, the workshop day is on the 24th of May. The main conference is the 25th and 26th, and that's located at viewconference.us or viewconf.us, I should say. We'll put it in the uh, in the chat notes here. All right, and CF Camp is back June 22nd and 23rd at the Marriott Hotel Munich Airport in Freising. The call for speakers is open through March 15th at papercall.io slash cfcamp2023. This is a great conference. We've been waiting for this to come back since 2019 with all the craziness with uh, COVID-19. We're glad that they're able to open that back up and can't wait to see who can make it there. Yeah, 
No, it should be good. Are you are you putting in to speak? Uh, not this year, unfortunately. It's uh, not in the cards to come this year, but hopefully soon. Well, in that case, I'm going to hijack your topic. You put it in. You get accepted. And I'll go in your place. How's that? I like this way. This this may shape up fun. All right. <laughs> I didn't get much sleep last night, folks. I apologize. All right. If you need more conferences, this site has a huge a huge list of conferences for almost any language or community. It it's comps .tech. Uh, Check it out for more information about what's happening in the tech world. Um, you can also look at uh, GitHub.com. Is that Scrally and then de Developers Conferences Agenda? We'll put that into the uh, we'll put that in there uh, into the show notes. All right. All Comps. right. And let's jump into the blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. It's going to be pretty light this week. We have a couple more entries into the continuing hot wire and turbo experiments from Ben Nadal. If you're interesting, it, sorry, if you're interested. We know you are all interesting. Um, this includes degrees, but I agree. <laughs> including inline turbo stream actions and hot wire and creating custom turbo stream actions and hot wire. From what I can tell, this is um, like a custom HTML tag you can add in that when it appears on the page can interact and alter the DOM. Um, so go ahead and check those out if you're interested um, in these kind of uh, merging back end and front end code together using hotwire and that's the the the, the server side rendering we've been talking about basically it renders all the html server side comes back up live wire hot or hot sorry hotwire takes care of the diffing is that basically it uh i mean that, yeah that's a good way to think about it so instead of consuming an api and creating html it uh sends back html and the javascript is in charge of putting it in the right spot and doing all the mutations gotcha. so yep Cool. Okay. This is a very educational podcast. Um, also coming up, uh, not, uh, not coming up, another blog post from Ben that I really liked. Um, this was more of a, of a communication style. He's talking about how um, uh, async communication is fantastic, except for when it's awful, <laughs> which I think makes a lot of sense. I think uh, the, the whole point of the, the blog post that I really like is the idea that we all like async because we can leave things for people. They can get back to it when they can. Um, but there are situations where async is not necessarily uh, the, be the best. He goes basically two, two, uh, two situations where we need to be, be careful about using it. One, um, well, before I get that, because the whole point behind it is the, the idea of blocking or non-blocking. Async communication, you can leave someone for something and it's basically non-blocking. They can get to it when they get to it. They don't have to work on it right now, you know, like a real-time meeting would be. Because, but don't forget, there are times when the, that blocking aspect or that asynchronous doesn't or is important to have it synchronous. For example, building consensus. You know, how many times have we actually tried to actually to uh, build a consensus over an async thing, and all of a sudden, what takes what would have taken three minutes in Zoom takes like four weeks. Because we're trying to get everybody on board, everybody to, to buy in and everything else. And, you know, especially with time zones and everything else, you can have a three-sentence a three sentence conversation over the course of four days. Um, so it brings, brings that in as a really interesting concept that I thought was kind of, kind of, kind of cool. That the async is basically, it's a tool, not a, not, not, a, uh, not a silver bullet. But that idea of blocking and non-blocking, I think the more I think about it, the more it has applications in a lot of different areas, including how we actually spend our time 
relaxing. And that's a whole different thing that I'll go into later. And the, the blocking, non blocking, the more I think about it, it's actually a really kind of a powerful thing. Um, which is the whole tangent that we don't, 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 don't need to go into. The idea basically is that rest, we can do things that are supposed to be a break that are not a break, that we think they are. We're just kind of wasting time. That was a thought safari that really did not have a very well articulated point, which you probably shouldn't do in a live podcast. So I'm going to be quiet and let you go on with uh, what Brad talks about with the Forge Box version debug. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> oh, I thought you did just fine. Well, thanks. So, <laughs> so this version debug command, I think is really neat, but maybe not for the reason Brad made it. Uh, so this will let you pass in the semantic version range, which is usually what we're doing when we type you know, box install something, some package. It will tell you where it's installing from, what slug it's looking and what version, print out every version it has. It will bold the ones that could match and then highlight the one it's going to take. And that's what I really like about this is it's teaching how semantic versioning works, which can be um, confusing at times. There's quite a lot of rules to it. So here I'm showing the cold box. If you said you wanted cold box 6.x, it will show you all of the six versions that it, uh, or 6.x versions that would apply. And it says, because there's multiple, I'm going to take the latest. And that's where we get 681. Um, so next time you're trying to install a semantic version range and you're wondering, what does that caret do? What does that mean? What does star mean? Why is it different when there's a zero at the front? You can debug it with this Forgebox version command. Cool. Yeah, I'm never quite sure what the caret or anything else, because I always just want to say, can you give me the latest version of this most of the time? But other times you just want to freeze <laughs> it. So that doesn't actually go up to the next version. Yeah. It's going to break. So, so caret you... means anything uh, minor and patch can change. So this last two numbers, but the major mm -hmm. version will not change. It's similar to saying like 6.x is the same as saying caret 6. Gotcha. Okay. So, but that's something that you'll be able to see yourself with this new Forgebox version debug command. So, Go check it out. Coming Sounds to good. a command box near you soon. It will be. Cool. All right. So, moving on to CFML jobs. There are several positions available at getcfmljobs.com, listing over 52 Cold Fusion positions from 32 companies across 25 locations in five countries. And that was a lot of numbers in one sentence, but you get the idea. So, we got one new listing this week. It's a senior uh, application developer with Cold Fusion and Lucy. It's at a company called Skill, Skillcast in London, in the UK. And uh, we will post that job up here. And. Uh, See if we have any details for it coming in. And um, if you're interested in any other jobs, remember there are jobs channels in the CFML Slack team and in the Box Team Slack team as well. Cool. Yep. The uh, job um, the job at Skillcast, uh, Skillcast is a B2B provider of e-learning and staff uh, compliance management software. Uh, looking for someone that has experience with MSSQL, Cold Fusion, Lucy, JavaScript. It'd be useful if you had experience with React, Redux. Um, uh, Next.js, Material UI, Node.js, uh, as well as the Azure platform. Um, and experience actually with Playwright for testing would probably be good too. Woohoo! Uh, good benefits, two days in the office and three days working at home. So, Man, hearing go. somebody ask for Redux makes me trying to remember how long ago that was because it feels like forever ago. 
but I right. know it wasn't. <laughs> it really <laughs> and wasn't. And that's just I how like... JavaScript works. <laughs> no, it's true. Thing is, it's it's funny. I like React Redux. I, I just like the like how it works. I think it's a really elegant way. But I have not jumped into Vue yet. I know that uh, that's the uh, the Ortis uh, framework of choice, especially you know you know you know right now and stuff. But I haven't jumped on and made made that transition yet. 2015 uh, was the first Redux, so I guess you know eight years is pretty old. Um, in well, the in Redux, <laughs> it went JavaScript it got, framework it got, terms. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it got upgraded since then, but yes, the first yeah. one. Oh yes, yes, the first release. Not it's been continuously updated. So yeah. And as for Vue being the poster child, I agree with that. Or for Ortis, I agree with that until Vue three. I'm still a little bit lost whenever I go to a Vue three project. <laughs> Oh really? Okay. Well, it was just—it was a lot simpler in Vue two. There, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I won't tell anybody. I promise. It's okay. It's okay. I just told I the still, whole internet. <laughs> yeah, I'm not quite sure exactly what I want to jump into because I guess I guess right now I'm, I'm a little bit at a crossroads. I still like React. And I use it in other projects and stuff, but there's a couple things I need to. But there's a couple things I need to do. Um, you know, for for some ForgeBox modules that I want to put a more reactive front. Reactive and and you know single page application front end on it, and I don't know whether to go CD wire or to go view or whatever because I think right now they're all viable yeah. ideas, and so I've kind of opted for nothing at the moment. If that makes any sense? Yes, it does. Well, Dan, how about you tell us about our ForgeBox module of the week? ForgeBox module of the week uh, is Logstash. So Logstash is a logbox appender. Uh, which basically means that you can, um, the, the, I don't know what Logbox is, it's the logging solution that's built into Coldbox, but you can use it standalone in your own apps. And instead of just doing a, like a system output or a write, you know, or a, or a, or a, a, a write dump on the screen, the idea is that you use Logbox, you can actually say where you want your, your logging to go. Well, that could be an email, it could be to the system, it could be whatever, but Logstash is one where it takes the logging messages that you have and it could be whatever you want, error messages, logging, and it dumps them into Elasticsearch, all right? And the idea there is you can actually then search, analyze it um, on any kind of ways that you want to look at it. Um, it can be installed in, there, there, there's a client-only mode. Uh, where are we looking? Anyway, the idea basically is that it plugs in a log box and it moves everything over to Elasticsearch, the idea that you can do much more analysis and views and everything on it. Um, and uh, it's handy. We actually use it a lot of ways. We're looking to use it at another client right now. Um, to kind of to kind of uh, make their log a little bit more robust, so it's one of the reasons it's on here. I think that sets us up very well for a revisit next week of Stashbox, which is a great uh, mortis module, a front end to log stash for viewing all your logs. So yep. stay tuned that for makes that. Sense. One. Log stash is the logging, and then Stashbox would be the viewing. So nice little alley oop there for next week. Sweet. All right. On to the VS Code Hint, Tip, and Trick of the Week, uh, which is only a VS Code Hint, Tip, and Trick of the Week as far as you can use a terminal inside VS Code because this will work mm -hmm. at anything. We're talking about uh, MakeCert this week, which is how I believe you pronounce it, but it's uh, spelled M-K-C-E-R-T. So this is a simple tool available on Mac. I should say a self-proclaimed simple tool. Uh, from <laughs> Mac, Windows, and Linux for making locally trusted development certificates without any configuration. You can start by installing a local certificate authority into your own system trust store. 
and then generating certificates and key files that you can then use uh, when starting your server. So I had an example here and my local screen, um, including their docs and the box server docs right here. And I decided to try this myself for CFCast. So if you come over here, I have CFCast running. You can see the little secure connection here. And it was issued by my Make Cert Root Certificate Authority with these certificates. Now, it's important to know that because you've installed Make Cert as a Root Certificate Authority, that any of these certificates you make do give access to looking like they're legitimate. So you do not want to lose or these certificates. You do not want to push them up <laughs> to source control, anything like that. Mm. So the usual you know, warnings apply with great power comes great responsibility. So, but that is uh, MK cert or make cert works great with command box. Um, I didn't have to do anything special. Just had to point it at those two files that it made. Uh, again, make sure you just ignore those in source control and you should be good to go. Mm -hmm. Cool. That makes sense. All right. Well, we have basically come to the end of our podcast for the week. Very short, very concise. Uh, very concise week, much like February, a little bit abbreviated. So is our podcast. <laughs> Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. These individuals are personally supporting the open source initiatives to ensure the great toolings like Command Box, Forge Box, Cold Box, Content Box, Test Box, Babel Box, and all the other boxes that keep getting to the continuous development that they need. Um, it funds the cloud infrastructure at um, that our community relies on, like Forge Box, our package management, with and uh, and Command Box. You can also support us here on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash order solutions. Don't forget, we have annual memberships. You can pay for the year and save 10%, which is great for budgeting and for businesses and that kind of stuff. Uh, bronze, pa bronze packages and up. So we have different levels of, of, uh, of, of thank yous. Bronze, package, bronze packages and up. Now get a Forgebox Pro and a CFCast subscription uh, as a perk. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community website. Um, all Patreon supporters have their own private forum access on the community website, and all Patreon supporters have their own private channel access to the box team in Slack. Now, I just want to reiterate, because people have asked about that, we do pay attention to the entire box, the box team Slack channel. This is just a matter of perhaps speed um, if we, you know, getting back to you. Not that we're actually regulating fast or slow. It just is more of a thing, bringing things to our attention quicker, maybe. Uh, all that to be available at community.ordasolutions.com. Now, uh, Eric, I have to ask: Did I hear you say? Form. Did I hear you say Babel Box, or am I just? Uh, you did. This? I was kind of, kind of maybe injecting myself into the box world right there. I kind of feel, I kind of made a joke about need, needing some sleep, and I don't think I realized how badly until I got halfway through today's podcast. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I just wasn't sure if you had an announcement for us of a new. Uh, polyglot box product you're making or something <laughs> no but that would be kind of a cool thing basically okay there you go that's our challenge each week we'll come or this weekend we'll come up with the name of a module they're gonna figure out what would the module be that would fulfill that title all right i'll, I'll <laughs> oh, brainstorm no. <laughs> <laughs> all righty well let, we want to end by thanking our top patreon supporters our top mirthful patreon supporters uh Thank you so much to John Wilson with Synaptrix, Tomorrow's Guides, Jordan Clark, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Dan Card, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Monder, Nolan Irk, and Abdul Rahim 
Thank you to all of you, top Patreons, and to our many more Patreon supporters. You can see an up-to-date list at ordersolutions.com slash about-us slash sponsors. And thank you all for hanging out with us today, for listening to this podcast, and we'll catch you in March. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a great week. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io. We can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.